Ben, uh, thanks for uh, joining today and just introduce yourself. Yep. Um, my name is uh, Ben Webster. I'm the taproom manager at Blackfoot River Brewing Company here in Helena, Montana. Um, been with the company since 2015. Um, I've been the taproom manager now just just shy of about a year. So, Good stuff, man. Congrats. Um, so uh, are you from that area? Um, I'm from Billings, which is just east of Helena. Uh, it's, it's Montana's biggest city. Um, and then I went over to Missoula for college and then moved to Helena because um, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, got a job here in Helena. Yeah. Uh, so we've been here ever since. And I've been at Blackfoot um, full time since 2015. And yeah, it's been great. I, uh, I've never been in the area, but uh, I'm, I'm so fond of the area just from having read um, River Runs Through It a couple of times. Yeah. Great, right. great descriptions of that part of the world. Um, yeah. I love the snow ski. So, uh, you know, there's, there's places out there in Montana I'd like to get to. Right. Um, what a, what a great place to be, man. You got it. You got a good thing going on there, brother. You got yeah. Yeah. We're, we're super lucky. It's, you know, we're, especially in Helena, we're really close um, to the Missouri river. Uh, we have a really great trail system in Helena and that's kind of what, um, where we're lucky placement wise in terms of our brewery. Um, a lot of people get done with hikes or there's a huge mountain biking community. And when they get done, they oftentimes come here and drink their beer. And um, we have partnered with uh, some of those um, sort of what would you call them, nonprofits that, uh, you know, help maintain the trail system. Um, and we, yeah, it's, it's a really good kind of symbiotic relationship because they're really good to us and we try to provide them good beer. So nice. great community. So many good people in the brewery community. Yeah, definitely. It's just all around the country. We, we, we're fortunate to serve a few hundred uh, breweries and it's just uh, everybody I run into is just, it's good people, um, kind people and uh, fun people who don't take themselves too seriously, but take their, their craft seriously. Right enjoy life and a lot of seems like a real uh collaborative community a lot of birds yeah. help each other out and partner yeah out. yeah uh, absolutely well, um, so you've been the taproom manager for a little about a year you've been with the business since 2015 how did you get into hospitality in the first place like what attracted you to it? um you know <clears throat> when i turned well i guess throughout my childhood and stuff just seeing um sort of the, you know, servers, bartenders, things like that, and the kind of the camaraderie they have between each other. Um, that was something I always admired and respected. Um, and I really, until I got this job, I didn't necessarily have a, a, any sort of serving job. Um, so I, you know, I'm super thankful they even hired me. Um, but in a, in a roundabout way, I guess they were kind of able to uh, craft me into what they wanted me to be, which is great. Um, and, you know, I just, I don't know, I think there's, um, it's, you know, especially during the pandemic times, there's, there's a lot of, uh, I have a lot of respect for people who have been willing to stick with their companies and things like that. And I'm super thankful for our staff here who have stuck it out and um, things have been pretty wild. I mean, they're getting a little bit more normal as the days go on, but um, 
I don't know, I'm, I'm super thankful that we have such a good staff and such good servers. And, um, you know, and that's not only the case here at the Blackfoot, we did certainly in the Helena community, we have a lot of other great breweries as well and a distillery and great restaurants and things. And, um, you know, you see when you go to those places, you still see people who've stuck with, which is great. Uh, so we're, we're super lucky to have that here in, here in Helena. Yeah. What do you, what do you, I mean, it's been interesting to see how supportive um, consumers have been mm -hmm. with independent businesses over the last year and a half and patient as y'all adjust and, right. well and like, what do, you, do you guys see that a lot? Do you have conversations with folks that have really just, you know, recognized, I think a lot of people have recognized how, how much they appreciate a lot of these independently owned establishments yeah. you may have taken for granted before because they've always been here and you know whatever but now right. you're, wait a minute, they were closed for a while or you know they had like you would start realizing how much you you appreciate having places yeah. like yours in your community i mean i, I, yeah. I feel like that's been a pretty um ubiquitous sort of uh perspective people have yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, so, um, I guess to give you a little history, the Blackfoot opened in 1998. Um, and we, we moved into this, the current building where I'm sitting right now in 2008. Um, we have a lot of the same customers who were going to the Blackfoot back in 1998, who are coming here today. Um, and they, you know, during the, so in Montana, we got shut down, um, in March, 2020, we were able to do kind of to go, uh, growler fills, but we couldn't serve on premise and things like that. And, um, you know, a lot of folks who would come here and, you know, have a few beers, um, and never take a growler home prior to the pandemic, they were coming in and ordering growlers. And, you know, um, they were super thankful that we were still around to, to serve, you know, well, serve them beer in that way. Um, and then, you know, they've continued, um, to check in on us and, still come back now that we're reopened and um yeah i mean we have we we are we are very very thankful for our customer base they're all just phenomenal human beings and um a lot of us uh employees are really good friends with our customers um there's certainly a um there's a kind of just this vibe of of people who come in here where they are super welcoming and we're super welcoming and um, a lot of us, you know, go fishing with them or go on hikes or go to their house for Thanksgiving or things like that. And, um, you know, those, those customers are kind of what keep our lights on and keep us happy and, you know, ultimately help us, uh, brew good beer. So we're really, really thankful for them. And, um, it, you know, there's, there's a lot of them and, um, that's kind of our goal here too, is we, um, we remember everyone's names that, you know, kind of sets us apart from a lot of other places. Like, um, you know, even, even people who we've hired recently do a really good job of being like, Oh, Hey Jeff, how are you? Or Hey Mark, good to see you. How's your dog? Or, you know, things like that. And that kind of sets us apart and we, uh, we love our customers very much. They're great people. And we've certainly seen a, an influx of, um, you know, younger, folks coming in uh, post pandemic, um, you know, we kind of the 21 year old to 30 year old crowd is actually kind of growing as of late, which is great. I think that there's a sort of a, a resurgence in, in people who recognize the, the beauty behind the craft of, of making craft beer. 
Um, and we're seeing that with the younger younger folks who who actually are asking a lot of questions about the brewing process and um, you know want to know what what's in their beer, what's you know what kind, what kind of hop is this, what type of malts are these, you know things like that. And that's also been really really fun lately. You have a uh, man. You just ooze gratitude, uh, appreciation yeah. for your customers. Um, is that? Um, is that really sort of, you know, you said your, your owners got you in there and, you know, had a chance to really kind of mold you. I mean, is that something you, you got from them? I'm sure that obviously I could tell a lot of that's natural too, but it yeah. sounds like a big part of the culture there. I mean, I can tell everything you said, I could just sit here and look at you and tell that was real genuine and heartfelt. Yeah. Well, you know, and the, one of the greatest things about working for, for the Blackfoot is, um, you know, we are involved with a lot of aspects of the community. Um, and we, I mean, we really do genuinely care about other plate, you know, other businesses, other nonprofits and things like that. Um, you know, pre pandemic, we did this thing called community Monday where a dollar from every beer would go to a, a nonprofit. Um, that got started in 2009 and, you know, we, we, we quit, um, during the pandemic, you know, for obvious reasons, cause we were shut down. Um, and, you know, kind of the challenge now is how do we, how do we still help other places, um, and, you know, keep that community strong. Um, so in November we did a thing where, um, 50 cents from every growler sold was, um, donated to, uh, this nonprofit called uh, the Helena Food Share, which you know provides uh, food and stuff like that for people in need, and um, you know we're we're certainly you know we listen to um, staff members' ideas about how can we help, what what can we do to you know maintain this kind of good bond with with our community, and you know that's that's kind of the the sort of the goal, I think, of the Blackfoot and the Roundabout way is, you know, to be tight with our community. And um, every single one of our staff members, too, is somehow involved with um, a different sort of thing in the community. And that's not, you know, we don't hire people asking that question. It's just kind of a natural thing that we have with our employees, which is really, really great. And, um, you know, we're all super thankful for where we live and what we do and what we have access to. And um, our community is just, you know, we're unbelievably thankful. And I guess I can't stress that enough. I've noticed that I've said it a few times now, but nothing wrong with that, man. I mean, it comes, it's part and parcel with, you know, people that are in hospitality. I, it's why I love talking to y'all and hearing your stories. And, you know, I mean, that's what hospitality is. It's right. You're in it and you're in it for the long haul. And you, you know, you're, you're, you know, you found your home in hospitality. They're just, by default, you're somebody who wants to take care of others yeah. um, in some way, you know, and in, in hospitality by inviting them into your, your establishment and providing them a, a you know, an enjoyable experience and right. good, and good ambience and good company and, um, you know, relaxing and, and, and uh, enjoyable place to be. So all of you that are in this, that's why I really like doing this series, you know, if people that have kind of said, okay, hospitality is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so many people that get into hospitality is a part-time thing or, you know, they're making money between jobs, or whatever it is, and they move on to something else, which is, which is fine. I mean, it's not for everybody. Right. Um, 
I find that the folks that stick around though, they're just, you know, it's a really interesting group of people who really, um, you know, I just see that you all take care of the people that you serve. Right. Care about them. And particularly over the last, you know, nearly two years now uh, have just raised your game and continued to focus on them when you're just getting, you know, one regulation or one mandate after another of just things that are, that are certainly not favorable to your business. But um, I think that people, as I said, I, I, I believe people are really starting to realize, you know, hospitality is a freaking cool thing. I mean, it's an yeah. important thing. It's when we don't have it, we realize how much we miss it. We need it. We want it. We want to have a place when people know your name, where, you know, you can spend important life events and just be around uh, people that, you know, want you to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, and that, you know, that that's one thing um, that I find, you know, to be such a joy, especially with uh, working in, in the craft beer world is, you know, I genuinely, genuinely care about what I am serving uh, customers. Um, you know, I obviously want it to taste good, but I want to make sure that the things I am serving are made with you know, like the best ingredients that we can find, things like that. And that's, that's one thing that the Blackfoot has always done since uh, its inception really is, you know, we get, we get as much local malt as we can from Montana. Cause you know, we have, you know, an incredible, uh, uh, ac- or we have incredible access to really great malt and really great wheat. Um, you know, we've kind of been in, we've been getting involved with uh, using local hops and things like that. And, you know, these are all great products and we, we, I'm able to serve those people and I feel really good about it. And, um, it's, you know, I think that sort of sets us, um, you know, sets us in the right direction because people realize that they, when they're, you know, drinking a glass of beer or they get a growler to go home, you know, they're drinking something that's really great and something to be really proud of. And that's, that's why I find, you know, the kind of, wakes me up in the morning makes me happy and just knowing that I get to do that and you know and it's fun to also give people um a little bit of information on beers and things like that and you know they a lot of people really like that you know when they it's kind of like almost like the farm to table type thing saying like oh this uh you know this malt came from the golden triangle in Montana or these hops came you know from uh up near Kalispell Montana or near Bozeman Montana or whatever people really enjoy that and that that you know keeps me super happy. Love it, man. Love it. Uh, well, so um, how has it been with getting people to come back to work? I mean, there's, there's, mm-hmm. I yet to find a um, part of the country where, where you know, people that own and manage restaurants haven't said, you know, we're really having a hard time finding staff right now. How is it where y'all are? You know, we. Um, We've been pretty lucky um, because we sort of, and you know, I think there, there's kind of a reputation in town that uh, people know that if you're an employee at the Blackfoot, you're going to be treated really well. Our owners do a, an exceptional job of, of taking care of us. Um, so we, you know, during the very beginning stages of the pandemic, we had a couple of people who um, sort of went on leave. Um, they had the option to work, but they went on leave and that was totally okay. Um, they were worried, you know, about their health, which is understandable. 
Um, as soon as we reopened, a lot of those people came back. I think we only lost maybe one um, just because they were involved with something else and that took them to a different you know, spot. Um, and we probably, since we reopened, um, we've you know probably hired four or five folks and they've all stuck around. I mean, we, you know, each time that we have put up a, a job posting, we've gotten a lot of applications and they're all really great people who we've interviewed. And um, I'm super proud of the, the folks that we've uh, hired recently. They're all very intelligent, very nice human beings that I like to be around and I would like them to serve me beer, that kind of thing. So we've been really lucky. Um, and I'm, again, I'm really thankful for that. It's kind of made our lives easier. Um, yeah, I know that's not the case everywhere. I, I have a f- uh, number of friends who work in craft beer world uh, elsewhere in Montana, and they've you know they've certainly run into that. And um, yeah, I mean it's, it's got to be hard. I mean we're we're very lucky, but yeah, I mean uh, you know I've read tons of uh, a lot about it on the news, and yeah, I'm but again that's that's why I'm so thankful. Huge, yeah, man, that's great. You guys are in a good position for sure. Um, well, uh, so do you, um, I mean, the brewery's been around, so you said 1998? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Actually, yesterday was our, uh, was the anniversary of the first batch of beer they brewed. And then they, they got licensed after that. So I think December 31st of 98 was the first time they, uh, served a beer. So when they started, there were not, I mean, they're just, you know, there were not that many yeah. breweries. Now they're, now they're all over the place. Um, so congratulations to you and the team for continuing to, to thrive. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a, lot, a lot, of, lot more competition now, but then again, I mean, like I said, it just seems like a very, it's one, one part of this world of hospitality where I feel like there's just so much um, support for, big picture thinking and support for other businesses and um, not so bottom line focused all the time, but big picture focused, which ironically tends to lead to a good bottom line. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, our, a a lot of us staff kind of look at this place as, as a legacy, um, you know, with the, there were three individuals who started this, uh, Brian Smith, Brad Simshaw, and Greg Wormers, and, and they were, they actually owned a homebrew company in, in the 90s, and then, you know, a lot of their friends were like, man, you guys are brewing really good beer, um, you guys should open up a brewery, and so, sure enough, they did, and um, we were, you know, our first location was unbelievably small, but, um, you know, I, I was, so I was six when that brewery got started, so I obviously I didn't do that. Um, uh, but I've heard, you know, tons and tons of stories about people saying like, we couldn't even, you know, you could barely even breathe when you walked into the tap room. Cause there were just so many people. And, um, in 2008, when they, when they moved over into this, uh, bigger facility, um, you know, they designed it kind of just thinking, oh, let's build a little bit of a bigger spot and it, it's quite an upgrade, but we often find ourselves, uh, very, very packed as well. And, you know, I, I always kind of have those like, uh, existential moments where I, you know, I'm behind a bar staring out and there's, you know, tons of people. And I'm like, man, this, this is really neat that these three guys who are passionate about making beer and passionate about good customer service, you know, they're, 
they're retired now and they, you know, if they're to walk in, they'd be like, Oh my Lord, this is the, this is like a flashback to 1998 or 1999 as packed as can be. And it's a, it's something to be super proud of. And a lot of us staff are, you know, recognize that and, and, and like to carry on that kind of legacy and tradition that those guys instilled in us. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been fun. I really, I can't tell you how thankful I am for my job. It's been awesome. What, so the three guys that started are retired now? Yeah, they're retired. And um, they still, you know, they stop in and get beer every once in a while. Um, and certainly, you know, our, um, if we need to call them about anything or whatever, they're totally uh, open to that. Um, and then in 2014, um, our uh, business manager and then our head brewer um, became partners, uh, Bethany Flint and Tim Chisman. Um, so they're kind of, you know, they're, they're ultimately my boss and everyone else's bosses and they're phenomenal people. And, um, you know, we have like an open door policy here. If we ever have any issues, um, we can always talk to them and, you know, they'll lead us in the right direction or solve our problems or, you know, offer us advice and things like that. And, um, we, you know, I, they certainly look up to all of them and, you know, you know, they're role models to me, quite frankly, very, very thankful to have those people in my life. You know, they're, they're great to not only to, to employees, but really to employees, families as well. Like we, I got married uh, four years ago and like we had Blackfoot beer at my wedding for free because they donated it to us, which was super nice. So, yeah. That's a nice little perk, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> So, where, do you um does you do you distribute your beer anywhere? Um, yeah, just in Montana. Um, we so there's a lot of uh, bars here in Helena and restaurants that have it. Um, in our we we don't go super far east. The farthest east we go, we're sort of in the middle of the state, more or less. Um, farthest east we go is Bozeman, um, so it's you know a little over an hour from here, and then we go. Um, west over the continental divide to missoula and up into the flathead area um and we don't we only so we don't can aside from we we can one beer which is kind of our our flagship beer which is called single multi pa and um you know it's you can't find it at a grocery store or things like that you either have to come here or we uh, sort of have chosen places that can carry it to ensure that it's still, you know, it's fresh and it's being treated well because it's, you know, it's it's a, a product that we're proud of and we don't want it sitting on a shelf for six months and getting gross and having someone taste it and be like, oh, that beer is terrible. Um, but we did, yeah, so we distribute kegs and things like that as well, just, you know, throughout kind of a small chunk of the state. But um, it is it is sort of lucky for us because we do a lot of business through our tap room um, and we, you know, we prefer to give uh, people fresh beer. Um, we worry, um, you know, we don't, we kind of, I always tell people treat, if you get a growler or something, just treat it like it's a, a, a gallon of milk. Like you want to keep it cold and you want to keep it out of the sun. Yeah. Uh, you can taste what we intended for you to, to taste, you know? So, I'm sitting here in North Carolina right now, so if I'm going to have some of your beer, I got to I got to get out there and yeah, come out here, do some mountain biking and some snow skiing. How far is uh, um, 
Big Sky from y'all? Um, it's probably an hour and 45 minutes, like southeast of us, more or less. Um, I was pretty close to Bozeman. And actually, we so we do have some cans down near Big Sky, like on the way to Big Sky, okay. which is kind of a fun delivery because it's such a beautiful area. We just drive down there and, you know, drop off a few cases of six packs. And yeah, yeah, Big Sky is beautiful. Yeah, I've always wanted to ski it. I've never been. It's on my bucket list. But, you know, I'm, uh, my daughters I have three kids. My oldest is a senior in high school. And I'm going to take her skiing. She hadn't never been. She hadn't skied out west. No, nice. The big, big sky might be the ticket this year. How, how, but we're, you know, I'm like a, like I'm, I'll just follow the weather. <laughs> Whoever's yeah. getting a lot of snow is where I typically. Right. Um, yeah, and we're in Montana right now. We're having a really strange uh, start to the winter. We have we've only had like maybe three inches of snow. So right now outside, it's just you know, all the leaves are dead and there's no snow. Um, you know, last year at this time we had like 20 inches of snow on the ground already and yeah, been weird, but hopefully we, we get a lot of snow. Oh, we're coming in February. Um, but I mean, yeah, a guy in Boulder told me this morning that, or yesterday that, uh, he said it's been like, you know, 70 degree days. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think yesterday it was 65 here in Helena, which is insane. It was so warm. Yeah. This time of year for y'all. Wow. Well, look, man, dude, I, I really appreciate you doing this. I'm glad we got to talk. I, I, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, yeah, likewise. it's inspiring to talk to folks like you and clearly the folks you work with and, you know, your your legacy owners. And uh, yeah. appreciate the conversation, man. Appreciate you taking the time to, to do this. Oh, absolutely. Well, we, I mean, just to let you know, we really appreciate Schedule Fly. We, you know, that, especially during the pandemic, we, it was so nice to be able to have the ability just to, you know, send out a, a message to people because we were basically every day things were changing for months. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I can't tell you the amount of times there were times for like three times a day, I'd send messages to staff being like, um, you know, the, the governor put this mandate into effect or, you know, we need to start doing this. We need to start doing that. Um, and it made it easy. It was just, a, you know, I didn't have to individually text people or call people or email people, you know, schedule fly is so nice. Cause you can, you know, it's got quick little thing. People all of a sudden have that information, which is great. And same with scheduling, you know, obviously the, that's unbelievably nice to, you know, look at, Oh man, this person's, you know, been working a lot this week. I'm going to give them a little more time off next week and things like that. It makes it so, so easy and it's so accessible and great. We're really thankful for that too. That's really kind of you thank you for saying that um we love serving y'all we we love we've been doing this 14 years and um we i, I share uh the the mutual feeling about the people we serve and being thankful for them and uh you know trying to take good care of them and um it's it's just it's super important we're lucky because we serve you know I mean, it's all we do is we serve independent restaurants and breweries and coffee shops and hospitality businesses. And it's a lot of good people. So it's a good, good thing, man. Um, then thank you. Tell the team. Thank you. And, uh, and if you ever need anything, just, just let me know, but uh, I appreciate this and we'll get this posted soon. I'll give you a heads up when we do and um, cool. take care, man. Hope yeah, you too. Soon. yeah, sounds good. All right. All right have a good one, man. Bye. 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 Thank you.